0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Week in Review podcast for The Daily Lobo. I'm Kyle Land, Editor-in-Chief, and I'm happy to be back. I'm here with reporters Megan Holman and Michaela Grijalva. I'd also like to introduce our new multimedia editor, Danielle Prokop.
1: Thanks, Kyle. This past week, our LGBTQ issue was printed in The Daily Lobo. Can you tell me a little bit more about it?
0: The issue highlights some pride-related events happening around Albuquerque. Some articles direct attention to a few services offered to LGBTQ students and community members at UNM. We'll have some stories from that issue coming up, but first, we have some politics to catch up on. On June 5th, New Mexico held close primaries for a variety of offices. Republicans and Democrats turned out in force to vote for candidates. The primary election winners are now competing for offices to be decided in the November elections. Megan Holman has the story.
2: The Democratic gubernatorial candidate will be Michelle Lujan Grisham, who won by a landslide of 44 points over her closest opponent, Jeff Apodaca. Lujan Grisham will run against Steve Pierce. Pierce ran unopposed in the primary. Both candidates are current U.S. representatives for the state of New Mexico. The Democratic primary race for the 1st Congressional District was thought to be a very close race in the days leading up to June 5th. An Albuquerque Journal poll had Damon Martinez, a former U.S. attorney, as the front runner by three percentage points. Election night was another story. Deb Haaland won by 15 points over the next closest candidate, Martinez. Out of six Democrats on the ballot, Howland walked away with 40% of the votes. She faces Janice Arnold-Jones for the heavily Democratic CD1 seat. If Halland wins in November, she will be the first Native American congresswoman elected in U.S. history. Congressional District 2 encompasses the southern half of New Mexico. In the Democratic primary, water attorney Zochil Torres-Small won by 45 points over her sole opponent, Madeline Hildebrandt. Torres-Small will face Republican Yvette Harrell, a state legislator, in the November election. Harrell beat her closest opponent, Monty Newman, by 17 points in the Republican primary. A Democrat has not held the congressional seat since 2010. Other big races coming up this fall include state auditor, public land commissioner, and secretary of state.
1: Thanks, Megan. June is primary season, but it's also Pride Month, and Albuquerque turned out to celebrate despite the heat. Reporter Michaela Grijalva covered the Pride Parade. Michaela? What can you tell us?
3: The parade kicked off Saturday's festivities for the 42nd annual Albuquerque Pride Fest. It is the second largest parade in the state of New Mexico, with thousands of people gathering along Central Avenue to celebrate the LGBTQ community. The parade ended at Expo New Mexico, where the Pride Fest main event was held. Pride Fest held performances, an art show, and other activities.
1: Anthony Jackson was on assignment covering the Pride Parade for the Daily Lobo. He could not be here today, but he had an experience he wanted to share. On Saturday, to keep people cool in the 95-degree heat, a couple of floats shot water onto the crowd with water guns and misters. Anthony said, quote, Every time a water-based float went by, this woman next to me tipped her umbrella over me to protect my camera. If she hadn't, my equipment could have been ruined, end quote. Anthony reported on the title holder winners, which are service awards given to the pride organizers and prominent LGBTQ members in the community. Michaela is here with the story.
3: Title holders must win a pageant, and quote, educate and bring awareness, end quote, to issues in the LGBTQ community. These issues included anti-bullying campaigns, sexual assault awareness, and support, among others. Chris Salas, also known as Topher Daniels, a University of New Mexico alumnus, holds the Mr. New Mexico Pride 2018 title. He compared the service title to being, quote, the Queen of England, end quote. Daniels says the title enables winners to use the platform to speak out about subjects they are passionate about. Check out the full story in the Daily Lobo.
1: Also in our issue are columns by Gabriela Rivera, reconciling her personal faith and LGBTQ identity, and Kyle Land, addressing the Supreme Court's favoring of a baker who refused to make a gay wedding cake on his own religious beliefs. Other articles include a queer history class preview next year and HIV testing clinics near UNM.
0: And now on to sports. The University of New Mexico's women's track and field and cross-country teams were recognized nationally this week. The teams placed 5th in a National Program of the Year award for the 2017-2018 year. UNM registered the highest finish by a women's team from a non-Power 5 conference. It was their best-ever score, with 29 points total. The score combines the team's finishes from three championships, cross-country, indoor, and outdoor track and field. Overall, Lady Lobo Track tied for 10th at the NCAA Indoor Championships, the best finish in program history. The Lobos capped a year at the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships last week. Charlotte Prowse, Alice Wright, and Edna Kergett all ran to All-American status. In men's outdoor track and field, junior Josh Kerr placed third and earned All-American honors in the 1500 meter last Friday.
1: In other sports news, the Department of Athletics faces a July deadline to decide which of UNM's 22 sports will be cut from the program. Earlier this month, more information surfaced that could complicate that decision. UNM released a report stating that the athletic program was not compliant with non-discrimination protections under Title IX, as first reported in the Albuquerque Journal. UNM commissioned an outside law firm. Helen Grant Consulting was paid $6,000 for producing the report. Some of the key findings included disparities in male-to-female enrollment in sports and scholarship disbursement. The report called the difference, quote, significant, end quote, with just over 56% male and 43% female participants. This means 317 student-athletes are male and only 247 student-athletes are female. In scholarships, male athletes received over 60%, or around $4.74 million, of total financial aid given to athletics. Compare that to female athletes only receiving just over 37%, or 2830000 million. We'll go deeper on this story as it develops. And now, some housekeeping. The Daily Lobo is only printing once a week for the summer and will resume our normal schedule when the fall semester starts. But we'll be here every week with the podcast, so stay tuned.
0: Also, just a reminder, the Daily Lobo is hiring reporters, designers, photographers, and advertising representatives this summer for the coming school year. Just check out the Daily Lobo listings at the UNM Jobs website. That's it for Week in Review with the Daily Lobo. We'd like to give a special thank you to Cumulus Media for letting us use their studios. Today's podcast was made possible due to the hard work of Megan Holman, Anthony Jackson, Michaela Grijalva, and Danielle Prokop. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.